All right, what up, people? This is Jay Allen, and this is Gangster With My Help. We talk to everyday people about some things they had to go through, you know, or that they're dealing with as far as their health, you know, they're trying to get better in a more progressive way. And today we have a, a special guest in the building. My name is Tiffany Carter, and this is how I got Gangster With My Help. Yes, yes. What's up, Tiffany? How you doing? Pleasure to have you. Thank you. How are you? All right, all right, all right. Well, you know, so you're basically here to tell your story. I'm going to give you that lane to do that. And, you know, I'm going to actually just kind of interject, jump in here and there. I might play a little devil's advocate. I might even beat you up a little bit. It's gangster with my help, okay? So <laughs> so, uh, so, why don't you go ahead and just start off and just telling us uh, just a bit about maybe like the way you grew up and just, just who you are. You know what I mean? Well, my name is Tiffany. I'm from Atlanta, uh I was before everything happened in accounting and also I was I was working full time. I had um I used to be a college student. I went to Alabama State and I went to Brunel University. Um I was a regular young adult. Okay. And I turned about 22, 23. It hit me at that time and I started noticing that I couldn't lift my right leg, and that was like overnight. And really? I didn't know why. So oh, did it did it happen like every so often, or was it like when you couldn't lift it, that was it? You couldn't lift it anymore after that? Huh? Every so often, it was kind of like one of those things where it, it, my foot would drag, and okay. it kind of drag behind me, and I didn't know what was going on. And then one morning over like outside of that one morning i could barely see myself in the mirror wow like my my head had been hurting so bad and then it pretty much turned to my sight going away and so that's what made me go to the hospital mm-hmm. and okay. that you know and that's when you were diagnosed well no when i first decided to i wasn't diagnosed because i had two I had piercings in my chest at the time, and I had literally gotten them the day before. So they wow. couldn't get an MRI. So they gave me a um, they gave me a test of my brain, but that it couldn't tell them everything. I think I had a lumbar puncture and a CT scan. Okay. And I couldn't see everything at the time, so they couldn't, you know, direct definitely, you know, give me MS. But I went to my personal doctor and told her I thought I had MS. I told her I had been Googling and I saw that's what it was. I pretty much Googled for maybe about mm, a week straight. And she told me that I was probably in an accident and I was tripping, basically. Wow. And I was like, no, this wasn't an accident. I would have known. And she said, no, it was probably. So wait, let me let me stop you real quick, because I think all of us have done that. You know, we go mm-hmm. through some, we have some hurting. And, you know, when you Google that stuff, you can end up with anything. You know what I mean? Right. So how, let me ask you, were, were there other things that you kind of threw in there and then you kind of canceled out? And if so, what were those things? Um, I don't remember. I think. Okay. I don't remember if there was anything else I put in there because I knew at that age okay. lose the ability to walk. Mm-hmm. That was like a big part of it. And to me, that was like something's really wrong. And I think when I put it in, that was like literally the only thing that came up for what I was feeling at the time. So so at the time, what was your, what was your mom's perspective on, on all that, everything that was going on? 
she at first I think thought it was something else too. She thought it was like maybe something that I would, you know, sleep off. Okay. Yeah. You know, one day maybe I had gotten, you know, maybe it was a muscle strain or something like that. And I think she just, you know, wanted to pretty much figure out what was going on. But I don't think she ever, you know, I don't think she thought it was MS. I think she was hoping it wasn't. Right. Okay. 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 Really, you know. Right. So, okay. So, at, so when you went to the hospital, you said they still, they, they didn't diagnose you. So they kind of pushed it off. So when, when was the point to where they finally said, okay, this is what this is. Did you push for them to do further testing and things like that? I did not at the time because okay. I figured, okay, I pretty much know what it is. I think she, if I remember correctly, my doctor at the time, I won't call her out, but my doctor at the time gave me a brown paper bag full of Lyrica samples and told me to try those and see what happened. Wow. That was it. I got nothing else. No further testing, nothing. Wow. But this is also the same doctor that, you know, outside of MS, the same doctor that did not put me on the path to get rid of a fibroid that I literally just got rid of in January. So wow. that mm -hmm. that was the same doctor, you know, the same. That, look, that, look, that show you people out there, you got to you got to kind of be your own doctor, like seriously, because 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 the doctors and I know this because I went through this the same thing. Like, you know, the doctor was giving me certain things and he wasn't telling me the side effects of this medication. And like I always say, people, medication, it is going to help something but it's ultimately going to damage another organ, okay? That's facts, okay? Period, point blank, all right? And most of the time, they're not going to tell you that. You got to kind of find that stuff out yourself. But it would it would uh, benefit you to do that because in the long run, um, you're going to be messed up if you don't, okay? So, no, nah, let's let's keep on going, though. So, you finally get the, the, the diagnosis, right? Okay, and I so, did not get that diagnosis probably until 2017. And wow. that's officially Wait, 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 wait. So you were saying from the time you were in your 20s mm -hmm. to a couple I, years ago? I was in 2017. I was probably, I think at that time, 27, 28. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And wait, so wait, wait, wait. Were you seeing that same doctor all? No. And okay, okay. It literally took me getting to a point where I was hospitalized mm, Okay. so bad that I could not move. I think I remember I was trying to go to the, to the doctor, so a regular doctor's office visit, and I tried to get in the car, and I fell right back down. Wow. And that's when I knew something was really, really wrong, and I couldn't mm. move. I couldn't do anything, so. Right. So, so, look, when you were in the hospital, were you in the hospital? Like, what were the lengths of time? Were these long hospital stays that you were in? For me, yeah, about a week, a week right. or two. Okay, yeah, that's, hey, I was in there like a week and a half, two weeks, that's, that's long enough, <laughs> you know, they poking on you and all this kind of stuff, yeah, that's, okay. that's long enough, definitely. Um, so yeah, let's, let's kind of, so let me ask you this, what, back then were you, because I know right now you're, are you, you're engaged, right? No, I just have a boyfriend. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So back then, were you with somebody back then? Um, no, no, okay. at that wasn't and it was probably a good thing because i don't think i would have you know been right. but i don't think i wasn't at the time okay okay so let's um let's 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 kind of like fast forward a little bit so 2017 you finally get the diagnosis okay right. um 
So how 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 do you kind of how do you feel at that point? I mean, all of these because that's a long time in your twenties to 2017, right? That's like a pretty long time. Um, so when you got it, what did they have you on? Did they what did they prescribe you? Um, when I first got it, I yeah. think they gave prednisone and they introduced a list of um, what do they call them? Uh, they are called uh, disease-modifying therapies. So they give you a list, and it was a very extensive list. And they tell you literally, because I remember asking for one that I could possibly have kids on at some point, because there were there's a list of them that you can't okay. even get pregnant. It would literally be dangerous to the baby. So there was, like, a, about a booklet. I think it was about... It was pretty thick, about this thick of a booklet of things I could choose. And I think I ended up give, going with what I went with because it just seemed like the least of the devils on the on the, on the page. Right, 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 right. But, the, the lesser of two evils, right. so to speak. Right. Okay. All right. So tell us about, like, okay, you were on that different medication you mentioned earlier. Were there any uh, type of severe side effects that you experienced? While on medication. Yes, actually. Okay. A moment uh, where I woke up one day and there were little tiny red dots on my feet. I didn't know why or where mm -hmm. they came from, but they were little tiny red dots. And I figured okay. what's wrong. And so I think it went on for about another week or so. And my feet blew up. Like literally, they blew up to the size of little loaves of bread. Wow. It was it was bad. I could barely even fit them in shoes. They were so bad. So what was going on? Did you figure out what was going on with that? Well, now that it's just a bad reaction to the medicine, but they, wow. never, you know, you would think, you know, having a bad reaction to something, okay, take me off. But they never, you know, never said anything about that or anything. Right, right, right. Um. So let me, I mean, I'm pretty sure you did. Did you X that one out? Uh, no, actually, they kept me on it, and it seems to be working. Wait, wait, wait. Did they wait? Did they? Just, I'm sorry to cut you off. Did they just give you like a smaller dosage? So pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Right. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But that's pretty much what they did. They gave me a smaller dose, and they said that now it's working. But I haven't had a flare in a minute. But I mean, I'm not any better either. So it, I don't know if it's working, working. You know. Okay. Okay. Now, you mentioned to me earlier when we had a conversation that you do have children, right? No, I don't have any children yet. Oh, you don't have children? Okay. Yeah. You're, you're having a child. Right, right. Gotcha. Okay. So let me ask you this. So as far as you having a child right now, like, how do you feel right now? How do you feel? Like, physically, how do you feel? It, the most interesting thing about MS is for most people, and now it's not, you know, it's not a record, but it's just one of those things that people with MS are kind of, you know, it's common knowledge. Okay. It makes us better when we're pregnant than it does when we're not. Really? And I have been pregnant. I was pregnant last year, and, you know, I lost the child. But Sorry to hear that. when I was pregnant, I was perfect. I didn't have anything, you know, wrong or anything of that nature. Right. So I was good then. And, okay. you know, when you, when you have the baby and your hormones kind of, you know, change, that's when you can play so let me ask you, what actually brings on MS? Like, how, how is one diagnosed with it? How, how does it happen? 
Because I know it's it's it's, it's kind of like the body attacking itself, from what I understand, right? Okay. Okay. And literally no one knows. No one knows that it happens to women more than men, and it happens to white women more than any other race. Really? But okay. you know specifically, mm. you know, what brings it on. It it used to be thought as a hereditary thing, but I have no one in my family with it. Right. So not, you know, it's not always hereditary, apparently. So no one really knows, and there's no cure as of now. It's only, you know, things you can take to make it better. Okay, okay. Now I got two questions for you right here, Tiffany. Uh, You ready? Yes. Okay. Now, first question is this. What has been the most challenging thing to you? No, wait, and before you answer that, I want to kind of twist this question up. So do you think it was more challenging dealing with it then when you weren't sure of what the diagnosis was or now that you actually know is more of a challenge? I think. Or does it even matter? I think now that I know, because now you know the monster that you're dealing with. But, you know, when you're not, you know, sure, it's kind of like it could be anything. But now that you know and you know, like, what you're dealing with, it's a little bit harder. Right. Okay. So, and what would you say is the more, the most challenging thing? Uh, most challenging for me, well, for me right now, it's not as bad as it used to be. What challenging for me used to be being on a walker. But now I'm, you know, I've gotten to a, I'm comfortable with it. But that took a long time. I was a very, you know, active, not, you know, overly active, but I was right. active. I was going out shopping. I was into makeup and everything. And then to right. like, boom, Walker. It just, you know, it kind of shook everything up. Okay. Okay. Now, this is my next question. So, with me, when I went through my thing, which was CHF, congestive heart failure, and a couple other things, I was looked up. So, anyway, <laughs> um, it was some beauty in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I realized some things through that. You know, one of the things that I realized, it was like how strong I am. Because not only that situation, I've been through a lot in my life. Like, I'm a, I'm a tough, I'm a tough something, something. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it, it helped me realize, like I said, the beauty. And so what is the most beautiful thing that you think you've realized through all of this that you may have not known about yourself? I think I thought my beauty was more of a outside thing more of a as you can see i was really into the makeup and the hair and i'm still into that stuff you know it's still a hobby of mine wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute somebody in hollywood come get her a job right now (laughs) right now come get a job right now (laughs) but i mean i found out later on you know down the line that my beauty was not so much in this stuff like usually you know day to day i used to be the type of person who would do this every day and now this is for, you know, you. I'm not really, you know, doing right. this. So I do that. I'm more comfortable without all this now. So I right. think that happened with all of this. I don't think that would have happened without it. Okay. 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 Well, that's definitely, uh, you know, that's a good thing for sure. <laughs> um, What else can I ask? So, I mean, now, how is it as far as like, you know, the your, your boo thing, the relationship? You get a lot of help, you said. From your guy, right? Yes, he's great. No, oh, he is awesome. That um, is good. Has been 
I Wait, what's his name? Let's give him a shout out right now. What's that brother name? His name is Brandon. Brandon, shout out to the brother Brandon right now, okay? <laughs> stand up, take your hat off, bow, do all that, okay? All right, for sure. He's really good. Um, he, uh, I remember when I first told him, I was really nervous. We met online uh, almost six years ago now. And um, when I first told him, I was so nervous because okay. I was sure that he was going to, you know, leave. Right. And I, at the time, I wasn't on a walker. And I was like, I could be one day. I could not be able to walk. These are things that might be able to happen. And I was nervous to tell him that. And he went on his own and Googled it, learned about it. Wow. And and said, I'm not leaving. And mm. he said, so. That's right. And yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm pretty sure that this situation has made you guys, like, tight, right? Oh. Very, very, like, like this. Right. Yes. That's good. That's and dope. I mean, pretty much. Like, he's my best friend at this point. So, wow. Yeah. And that's, you know what? That's, that's important, man. Because, you know, I mean, I know because I was sick before. And it's like, that can be a lot of pressure on your mate. Right. I get it. You know, I get it. You know what I mean? So to have somebody to just, you know, love you through all that, that's a that's a beautiful thing. It definitely it, is. It really is. It really is. All right. So let's talk a little bit about your courage, your bravery, you out there getting gangster with your health. You know, so you contacted me. I threw a, I threw a, you know, a post out there. You contacted me. And you said pretty much you, you'd be willing to tell your story. So yeah. I kind of want you to speak to the tune of that, just kind of being brave. And because, like I said, when I went through my thing and I got out the hospital, it was like, I'm getting gangster with this heart health. Exactly. I'm about to preach from the mountains like y'all going to feel this. for mm -hmm. sure. OK, so I want you to speak a little bit because some people are, you know, they go through certain things and. You know, they're shy. They might not want anybody to know. But I feel like my story can help somebody because I feel like I was in bad shape. And if I can get over some things and accomplish some things, then, man, I know you can, too. I think it all starts right here, though. You know what I mean? Um, so, so talk a little bit about that. You're just a warrior queen. Thank <laughs> you. You are. Um, I contacted you because I wanted to talk about this because I wasn't always. When I first, when I first got on the walker, I think that was when it was a real big hit to my confidence. It was a big hit to like just me, period. And so I think I was depressed for about a year, probably a year and a half. And I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to do anything. But now I'm like, I can't help it. I can't do anything about it. You know, that, you know. In 10 minutes, you know, they say if you can't change anything in 10 minutes, then figure out what you're going to do about right, it. Right. So to me, I was like, OK, I'm going to get a walker. It's going to be pink because, of course, um, it's going to be, you know, cheetah print because, again, of course, and I'm going to own it. And that's pretty much where I'm at today. It took me a long time to get there, but I'm here now and I want to live there now. That's what's up. That's what's up. You know, um, back when I was going through my thing, one of the quote that really kind of got me through was a quote I heard um, the brother David Goggins say. And it was so powerful to me. He said, life isn't fair. It's fair enough. And I thought that was so powerful. 
Right. Because it's so yeah. true. It's like, it's not fair. But it's fair enough for you to work your way through it, you know, <laughs> get through it and, and still keep a smile on your face and be happy. You yeah. Know? I like Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I love I love that saying because I actually, I feel it. So I love that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So let me ask you this. Have you ever tried any type of, are there, do you know of any type of natural things that you can take that may help you or is there anything that you do? No, I've never known of any natural things. I've seen a, a few things come across, you know, my Facebook feed or, you know, every now and then, but pretty much it, I've always heard, Tiffany, it's diet related. It's diet related. You got to, you know, get your diet together. You got to do this. And I am terrible at it. I won't lie. But you can I, do it. Yeah, you can. You know what? I, I come to find that mostly all of these ailments come from what we put in our body. A lot yeah. of them. A lot of them do. You yeah. know what I mean? If we could just X out certain things and start putting the right nutrients, you know, the vegetables and the fruits in there and just start really, you know, I mean, just, just the, the way society is set up, I mean, and also the way that we're reared, I mean, because we get our eating habits from the way that we grew up most of the time. Right. You know, a lot of us grew up with parents who, you know, they ate out, you know, we eat the fast food, you know, or if we are eating at home, it's not healthy, you know, yeah. we're used to that salty taste we're used to that all of that sugar and all of these things you know they're just not conducive for our health in any type of way you know um but this is my motto at gangster holistic and uh tell me if you're feeling this <laughs> baby steps count too okay yes i love baby it. steps count too so look if you're going to eat mcdonald's like three four times a week right then you start just having it on the weekend. I don't want you to be eating the McDonald's, but if you can break it down to one day of the weekend because you was doing it four days, right? I'll pat you on the back for that. Yeah. Okay. Because baby steps count too. Okay. So we definitely got to be cognizant of that. So let me ask you this. Um, I want you to kind of speak a word of advice or just maybe encouragement to some people out there who may be struggling with MS. Say they down on their luck, you know what I mean? They see you on here like glowing, they're like, Whoa, she MS? She looking like uh Beyonce or something right now. <laughs> so tell the people a word of encouragement, if you will. Uh just keep going, keep living because honestly, like I said, it's not anything you can really do about it, but you can live through it. You can, you know. You can make sure that you live better than MS will try to let you live sometimes. Mm. MS is one of those things that will try to make you not want to live every day. And what is one of what is one of the things that you do to just keep your sanity? Just throw something out there. Something that you do to keep keep your peace. Well, I can't legally say what I really do, but um Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. <laughs> but uh, music, a lot of music, and mm. a lot of just being to myself. A lot of people, you know, call me an introvert, and I kind of am, but also 
it's for a reason. I'm I'm dialing down. I'm cooling down. It's MS is one of those things that acts out when it's stressed. I mm. keep I keep calm and I just I chill out. Okay, so you said music. I mean, you're going to throw us an artist we can listen to to raise our vibration, or you're just going to say music? Oh, <laughs> goodness. I listen to everybody. Like, we were listening to Nipsey earlier. I love him. Um, okay. Nipsey, Everybody. Show. Oh, goodness. To sit here and list who I listen to would probably weird everyone out and also <laughs> turn into an hour-long show. So. That's what's up, Doc. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> Okay, so look, so tell the people, now let me ask you this, are you involved in any type of programs for MS, or is there anything out there that maybe people can get into, some support groups, anything? In Above MS, and that's about it, I actually, I just started a workout program that's actually been a really, really good group for me, because they've been so helpful, and they, you know, just banded together, and I think that has helped me come to terms with a lot of it too. It's called MS Workouts, and they have workouts for if you're in a wheelchair or if you're standing or. So, if, so where can they find this uh, that place? Is it on Facebook, Instagram? Where can they find it? It's on MSWorkouts.com, and you can go there and you can sign up, and it's monthly. You can do it yearly, however you want to do it, and uh, it's like a physical therapist showing you exactly what you need to do because. It's very important when you have MS to work very targeted muscle groups when you are working out because what might be a regular workout for you might throw me into a flare. So it has to be very specific, but they are really great. And the group on Facebook is awesome. They've been sweet. They've been kind. And I really enjoy it. So I think that's been a helpful tool for me. Okay. Okay. Now, last but not least, uh, tell the people where they can get in touch with you if they want to hit you up, ask you a question, or maybe shoot you some encouragement. How can they find you? Well, I'm on Facebook as Tiffany Nicole Carter. I am on Twitter as at Skit Carter, S-K-I-T-C-A-R-T-E-R. And pretty much, if you want to find me anywhere else, at Skit Carter is probably where you're going to find me. At Skit Carter. Okay, okay, yeah. well... Miss Tiffany, we appreciate you coming on the show and, you know, sharing your experience. And I know you kind of, you know, help some people out out there, definitely. And people, you know, this is your boy, Jay Allen. This is Gangster With My Health. We are everywhere. You guys check the podcast. Check us out on YouTube. Um, we're everywhere, okay? So that's it. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace and love.